This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is another Astros podcast. This one's hit well, left center. That chases back Patrick Bondi. Onto the warning track, and that ball is an opposite field home run for Kyle Tucker. How about the power of Kyle Tucker the other direction? Puts the Astros on top with a two-run jack. Wow, that was something right there. For those of you who have witnessed the debut of Craig Biggio in the Astrodome in 1988, Jeff Bagwell on opening day in Cincinnati in 1991, Hunter Pence here at Minute Maid Park in 2007, Jose Altuve here in July 2011, George Springer in April 2014, Carlos Correa on the road against the White Sox in June of 2015. Today is another to add to that list. 21-year-old Kyle Tucker of Tampa, Florida, brother of former Astros outfielder Preston, broke Preston's plant high school record for home runs. The Astros drafted Kyle in the first round, fifth overall in June 2015. He was their minor league player of the year last year, totaling 25 homers and 90 runs batted in between Boys Creek and Corpus Christi. He makes his debut batting seventh and playing left field. Here's what A.J. Hinch had to say about him a few hours ago. This is the next challenge for him, but, but not to put all the pressure on his back because there's other areas of the game he can contribute, but uh, we think he can hit, and we think he can hit all kinds of pitching. What is A.J.'s plan for using Tucker? Obviously, we'd like him to play every day. We think he's an everyday player. He's one of the best prospects in baseball. It's... You know, there is uh, a team component of what we do. We're gonna, he's going to have some days where he has days off. But um, we did call him up to play him regularly in the outfield. He'll play a little bit of left and a little bit of right. Um, you know, I, I guess he can DH a day or two if we want him to. But, but for the most part, we're going to see most of his time in left field. But and maybe as soon as tomorrow, we might see him in right. So I think the two-corner outfield spot. Jake Marisnik has been optioned to AAA Fresno. How tough is this for him? You know, it's hard for Jake, and it and it and it should be. You know, he's um, he's had a roller coaster season going up and down. This will be his second time, and and the first go round, he he was really needing to go correct some things. The second go round, um, he was doing a lot better, and and things were out of his control a little bit as to um, him going down to AAA. There's still some offensive adjustments we want him to make, uh, but it's very fitting that he makes an incredibly good diving catch on the day that we know that we're going to send it down. There's a swing and a fly ball off the end of the bat, left center field. Here's Marisnik coming over. Diving! Oh, Jake Marisnik! Sensational catch in left center field. Wow, diving backhanded play by Marisnik. Come off the bench and make a play like that. A belly flop in left center field. Sticks the landing, sticks the ball in his glove at the same time. Gorgeous play by Marisnik in left. He can to a lot of wins. We told Jake um, we, he is going to factor in, you know, either very soon or as the season progresses because he can he can be on a winning team and should be on a winning team. The parade of homegrown talent continues to bolster the major league club. It's been very well built by Jeff in the, in the front office to have uh, names like this. Now this, you know, Kyle's 
uh, addition to the organization came after some really lean years. And, and, and obviously, when, when you look at Bregman and him, were drafted the same year. Uh, went out of college, went out of high school at the top of the draft. And that, you know, that came after some really tough seasons. And, we, you know, we hope to not have that high a pick uh, in the future. So we have to enjoy uh, these type of prospects and this type of guys that can come up and, and play on a championship caliber team. And uh, um, I think it speaks to the depth that uh, we've got a few good guys that are still playing. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch after this from your local station. And you recognize, and you were saying it in the second inning, you start to recognize pretty early when he has special stuff. Yeah, one-two pitch, swing and a miss at a low breaking ball. He struck him out. A new high for Lance McCullers, a 12 strikeout game. And he's pitched seven innings. And he leads it three to one. Pitch is high. And that is gone to left field. Evan Gaddis up on the train tracks for a three-run homer. That's number 18. And the Astros are romping here in the eighth. Crowd of 38,000 plus tonight. A lot, of, a lot of fun had here at Minute Maid Park tonight. 11 to 4 Astros. Peacock with the 3-2 pitch. It's a swing, a fly ball out to left center field. Josh Reddick to his left underneath. Makes the catch. The Astros have a four-game winning streak. They go to 59 and 31. Lance McCullers goes to 10 and 3. Evan Gaddis has a four RBI game. And the final score is the Astros 11 and the White Sox 4. Tim Fedorovich, quite a game for you tonight. How did you feel behind the plate with McCullers dealing early? Oh, it's great. It's, it's so much fun to catch somebody when they're on like that. I mean, his curveball is doing 20 different, 20, 20 different things, and it was tough to catch. I could only imagine trying to hit it. And you got creative back there, Tim. Started noticing you're, throwing, you're calling for the change-ups inside of the righties, getting swing and misses on those. How fun was that that he was able to execute? Yeah, some we talked pregame, uh, and he did a great job executing. I mean, pitching in a little bit more, his change-up on top of that. I mean, adding that weapon to his curveball is just something else. Tim, uh, on several occasions, you guys uh, worked so well together at starting the curveball outside off the plate against a left-handed batter. That thing really had a lot of break to it tonight, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I mean, sometimes it's like a slider, sometimes like a curveball. I mean, it's there's, it's so unpredictable. It's just uh, he has such a good feel for it, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to catch. Tim, last thing. You and I were talking about in spring training uh, about you making some changes offensively with your swing and your approach, things of that nature. It showed up in AAA. It looks good right now. Big contributions offensively tonight. How do you feel at the plate? and what, what kind of changes did you make? I feel great. Uh, I was just trying to attack the baseball a little bit more. Um, just trying to be a little more direct, stay in line, and it's been working out. So I'm going to stay with it and uh, hopefully get more games like this. All right, buddy. Keep it rolling. Thanks for joining us. Yep, thanks, guys. Well, Dave Hudgens is my guest today on Astro Launch. And uh, as the hitting coach for the Houston Astros, pretty good feeling for you to watch your offense click, especially of late. Dave, uh, what's, what's been the secret so far? Well, the secret is we have a lot of good hitters. Yeah. That's the secret. Um, you know, we've got a pretty long lineup. It's a little bit shorter with Correa out. You know, you always miss him in the middle of the order, but uh, hopefully he'll be back soon. But, you know, we've got guys that I think we've been more patient. Uh, we've been, our swing decisions have been a little bit better the last couple of weeks. And that always makes it, uh, you know, makes us a little bit more consistent when we're getting good pitches to hit. And then we're putting good swings on them. What's the secret to be able to, able to recognize spin right away? Is there is there something that, that a young hitter could do to to recognize a curveball sooner? 
I think it's just practice, mm -hmm. you know, on a machine or have somebody throw in and just what I what I used to do uh, when I was in the minor leagues, like as a field coordinator, hitting coordinator, when we'd first get a guy, I would have them take every breaking ball until I felt they were recognizing it. So if they were swinging at them, they weren't recognizing. So we just work on, you know, spin off a machine, recognize the spin, seeing if a, a ball pops up out of a hand, mm -hmm. if you can recognize it. You know, like if a guy has a good tight slider, which a few of the guys in this league yeah, obviously do, sure. you know, like Verlander's slider, it's tough to see spin sometimes. If you see a little bit of spin, you see a dot, you recognize it. If it's more location, if I, I tell guys, if they see spin and it's down, take. If you see spin that pops up, that's probably a good pitch to hit. So, you know, we just you just got to work on it. Everybody talks about when we talk to the hitters is about their routine. Mm -hmm. Give us a little idea of what Jose Altuve, three-time batting champ, does when he gets to the ballpark. Well, a lot of times it depends on how he's going. Okay. Um, his routine is he'll either take BP, sometimes he won't take batting practice. He'll come in the cage, get loose, take some flips. Uh, he know the thing about Jose is he really feels and knows his swing, and it doesn't change very much. So Jose is not the kind of guy that's coming in and making a lot of changes or working on a lot of different things. His biggest thing is his approach, getting good balls to hit, staying on it, and uh, you know staying aggressive. How do you handle guys that are going through little tough stretches like Marwin, George Springer are right now? It's, it's not easy. You know, it's, it's really hard to hit in the big leagues yeah. because there's so much information. They know where weaknesses are. They know if guys are struggling, what they're struggling with, and they attack those areas. You know, like with George, he's real consistent with his work as far as coming in the cage, getting his routine, his flips, or hitting off the machine and those kind of things. Uh, he doesn't hit on the field a whole lot. He does more of his work in the cage, which is totally fine with me for the, you know, the long schedule and the mm -hmm. grind of the schedule. Uh, but biggest thing is staying positive with him and looking at some underlining. You know, with George, he, he's had, I think, some really bad luck. He's hit yeah. some balls really well. He's hit a couple balls that should have been homers, a couple balls that should have been against the wall. He hits the ball last night hard, but it's in the hole. The guy makes the play. Yeah. Finally got one to fall. It was the biggest one of the <laughs> night, or one of the biggest ones. But I think not letting them get down, staying positive, finding some, some things they're doing well, and not making it too complicated. Uh, if you start making a lot of changes with guys, George, you got to eliminate your kneecock. George, you got to do this. George, you got that's the wrong way to go about it. You try to simplify it as much as possible. See what they've done in the past. Compare it to what they're doing now. And if you don't see a whole lot, now it's about getting good pitches to hit and staying aggressive and staying positive. Hey, some of my best pitching coaches, I thought, when I look back on it, are coaches who made me feel really confident, didn't so much talk about mechanics too much. Mm -hmm. How do you make a guy feel confident before a ball game? Well, I mean, it's just giving them the positive, the things, you gotta be truthful with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they wanna hear the truth of what, what's going on, and they know, they know what's going on. I think just, you know, hey, we believe in you, we believe in what you're doing, keep doing what you're doing. You struck out four times before the, the first game of the World Series last year, and you can't end up being the MVP of the series. So things can turn really quick. It's like Marwin last night got the big hit uh, to extend that inning last night. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter of staying positive, not letting guys get down. Talking with the hitting coach for the Astros, Dave Hudgens, uh, what have you learned maybe in the last five years? You've been doing this a long time, but what have you learned just in the last five years that you didn't know before that you're starting to uh, implement with some of your hitters? Well, that's a good question. Um, 
I think, you know, there's so, like we talked about before, there's so much more information mm-hmm. now. Uh, knowing, I think the more experience you get as a hitting coach, trying to understand what guys need to know and what they don't need to know. Okay. We've got a lot of information, and a lot of times you can overload guys. So understanding what each, each individual hitter needs and what, you know, as opposed to treating everybody kind of the same way and giving them the same information, you know, Yuli might uh, need less information than Jake Marisnik or may need less mechanical work, that kind of thing. Yeah. So knowing, I think, what each guy needs and not really cookie-cutter yeah. each guy, uh, knowing what they're working on, knowing what their keys to their swing are, are some of the probably the most important things I've learned over the years. The last thing I want to talk to you about is Alex Bregman. We're starting to watch a superstar maybe in the game starting to unfold before our eyes right now. What are you impressed with? There's so many things to be impressed with with Alex. Uh, I mean, talent, that's that's a given. He's, he's a very talented player. But the one thing that separates Alex is just his mentality, and he's not going to let anybody outwork him, outthink him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he'll be the smartest player on the field. I mean, I hope I'm around in 10 years because I really want to see what he's like in 10 years yeah. from now because he's really smart right now, and he's a really good player right now. And, he, can, he makes probably as good of adjustments, as in-game adjustments, as anybody I've ever seen at that age. Wow. All right, that's Dave Hudgens, hitting coach for the Houston Astros. Thanks for catching up. Steve, my pleasure. Thanks. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at 97. Robert Ford. Steve Sparks. Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.